0: We are now part of the light Podcast Network with such awesome shows like Trek Off,
1: Pop Off, The Hot Mess Podcast with Phil Stamper and Ninjas Versus You. Subscribe to those, they're going to be fun. endlightpodcast.com. Go there.
0: Welcome to Pop Off. My name is Justin and today with us we have Philip Stamper. Hi, Philip. Hi, Justin. How are you doing? I'm good. Phil is the uh, is the host of the newest podcast in the Nlight Podcast Network, and that is the Hot Mess Podcast. Woo! Interestingly, um, he is also the host of the Hot Mess Podcast, which is either the oldest or second oldest show on the network. How long have you been doing it?
1: Uh, probably about, almost about three years, it feels like. All
0: right, so three years. So it is actually the oldest show on the <laughs> network, um, followed by the SuckCast um so uh me, step a little closer to the mic so we can hear you all right good Does this sound uh, better yeah it's a little better echo oh wow um <laughs> so so uh along along with that first of all we want to welcome you to the network uh we'll be talking a little bit about the hot mess at the end of here and we'll also be uh doing another recording today and who knows when you'll hear that about the hot mess podcast but uh today for pop off we want to talk about philip's other passion um which is something that is he is more involved with uh in the same way our friend Daniel is involved with Transformers. He's not just a fan, he is a participant. Absolutely. In of all things wrestling.
1: Yes. Wrestling. Professional wrestling. We have to make some delineation there.
0: And I wanna and I wanna further I wanna further define what you mean by professional wrestling, because generally professional connotes the the
1: existence of payment. And there is a there is payment. Um it, but it, at the same time, I would also denote it that there are multiple levels within professional wrestling, yeah. and I'm at that level where it's kind of like you're a known indie band, so you're getting money, but you're not getting as much money as Metallica would.
0: Sure. Um, so, I guess I mean for me, wrestling wrestling has been a hurdle for me. Um, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that's, everybody has a taste. That's fair.
0: Well, but I don't know why. I think I think for me is the that the conceit that wrestling used to have that it was quote unquote real that what you're watching was an unplanned match between two that it was akin to boxing or MMA that you're watching an unplanned match between two people who are trying their best to pin each other. Um, and the conceit that, and I, and I, I, you know, c- clearly that conceit has gone away. Um, Uh, But there was a conceit, especially in the 80s when I grew up, that what you're watching is absolutely 100% real. You throw someone at a moderate speed toward ropes. They define the laws of physics, come at you (laughs) at a faster speed. You punch them seven times in the face without bruising them and, and jump off ropes against them while the ref is... Conveniently turned to the other way and not watching. Well, I I will. I
1: will say to clarify
0: a little bit that well, you are seeing it. It's real. It is happening. It is happening. It is real. Certainly. So it it is real. But but and which is why I'm specifically specifically (laughs) defining what I mean because I don't I, I I don't want to to offend wrestling aficionados at all because I I I get the good things about it which we'll discuss but the the hurdle I think is a hurdle that a lot of people have. It's it's. When, when people think of it it is it is for me the the ultimately the lie the ultimately the the what you're watching the the insistence you know that it, it's almost like that, that this is absolutely the same as a boxing match um and that's something that went away as we went into the into the mid and late 90s
1: they acknowledged it's a show it's that, that it's a, it's, entertainment it's theater um and it well, that's that's where you start getting into some trouble because there's a lot of people I know, current day inside of the business that if you were to say, "Oh, well, it's just it's theater on steroids," quote unquote, they would punch you in the face and it would not be a show. Well, I, I, which I don't understand. I mean, the, theater, you know, it the, the, it is. If theater had a
0: baby with gladiators, that's that's what it would be. But to say it's not theater, you have spots, you have lines, you have. You know, you, you have the component. Now, I granted, you could say that football is also theater, even though the the outcome is unknown. You have an audience, you have it. It is a show. And that's what theater is. I mean, one could say that the ancient gladiators are were in their own way theater. But but I, I don't think to call something theater is necessarily disrespecting it because um, these guys. I mean, look, look at how well many of them have translated to being actors, to being personalities. They are. Performing characters, um, many of them, absolutely, many of them. You know, I I do not think that the Undertaker when he wakes up to get his Fruit Loops, <laughs> you know, that he's he's glooming around his house, going, he's, I hate Fruit Loops," right? You he's know?
1: raising his hand, and lightning comes down from the sky and makes toast. You know, yeah, I, I mean,
0: I that, that's clearly not. So they are playing characters, um, and and had what? I had I think had I been introduced to wrestling in that way to go. Here's a cool show. Mm-hmm. Watch the show i would have i would have maybe been more accepting in my later years, but I was early I was initially introduced this is real. I thought it was cool for about a month, and then I was like, "Wait a second, this is not <laughs> what you sold it to me as and ever since I sort of had a bad taste in my mouth
1: it It is weird uh and there's it's hard to describe the world of professional wrestling because it is so weird. i mean it has its roots in legitimate m m a Kinds of contests sure. There's there's a lot of Very basic carnival roots uh, When you look at the history Of professional wrestling So you have this uh, What they used to do would They would put on Actual wrestling events At different carnivals Around the country And then what they would do They would sort of Hook in somebody From the crowd And be like Oh if you can come in And beat one of our wrestlers Then we'll give you A thousand dollars Like say. in Spider-Man yeah. Almost okay. like in that Spider Man kind of concept. Yeah. Well, what they would do is you know Boom Exactly. Exactly. Snap into a sim gym. And they <laughs> uh, Wow. Yeah. Uh but, but they would You're do welcome. that and, and bring people in and they would still have legitimate wrestling. But what they would do is these wrestlers knew maybe not necessarily amateur Greco Roman style wrestling, they knew moves that would really hurt you, like you can see now on MMA. That Joe Schmo off the street, especially in the early part of the 1900s or late 1800s, didn't know sure. and hurt them um, and give that air of legitimacy. But while meanwhile, the two guys who were in the ring probably are doing wrestling. Not to say that they didn't know how it was going to end up. Um, and I will say, because I do have background doing judo and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I had an exhibition fight with somebody and he wanted to look good for his girlfriend. So we made it look good. Sure, well, I mean, that's your goal is to make it look good, ultimately. Right, right, and make it look realistic like it's happening. Now, professional wrestling, I think, has developed itself that there is an air of you have to suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Um, Because you can't suspend your belief because professional wrestling is something that's trying to make you believe to a certain degree. Sure. And I think even in the last 10 years, when you look at its height of popularity 10 years ago to it kind of going down, it's sort of fluctuating... I don't know. I don't think it's really up right now, but I don't think it's really down. It's sort of mid-level mainstream like Sure. A lot of people know who the WWE is. A lot of people know who the, some of the different uh people are in wrestling. I'm moving the table. Um <laughs> I, I think uh I just totally lost my train of thought. No, it's okay. I was it's going a, in it, a direction. It, in it. So
0: we're so so wrestling is is not at its, not at its height, but it's
1: Right. It, and I think they you saw this 10 years ago when it was very very popular. You saw a lot of, you didn't see, I mean, The Undertaker was there, but he wasn't The Undertaker then. He was The American Badass. He came out wearing jeans and and a, 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 I think it's like a buttoned up shirt and came out in a motorcycle. He was The American Badass. He was trying to be more of a, oh, look at me, I'm real. And a lot more of the wrestlers at that time, as there was some rivalry between the two bigger companies at the time, WWE and WCW, weren't just the big show. He was coming out as, oh, I'm Paul Wright or, or uh, My Name Isn't. Big Diesel, it's Kevin Nash There was guys using the real names To try to put out there, hey look This is really more real Even though at that time it was developed That oh no, this is a sports entertainment So they were trying to break down that, Oh no, this is re- real, this is really happening And many, many people, and even today Many fans still think oh, Well even if what I'm seeing in the ring Isn't necessarily anything more Than just an athletic display That it's just a sports entertainment That the storylines are real that these, these people who really hate each other really hate each other. I, I, I would I would wager that you would
0: find people who are pretending to hate each other who are really good friends and people who are pretending to be really good friends who behind the scenes can't stand <laughs> yeah. each other. Yeah. I mean I think it like like any like any show, like any sitcom. You know, you don't you don't know who's friends and who's not, you know, on you know
1: in real in in the behind the state. You know. I mean
0: very famously an officer and a gentleman, Deborah Winger and and, and uh Richard Gere Despised each other, and yet they're considered to have one of the most passionate on film romances to ever. So, I mean, it's it's you know, I I think you know. Thank you for oh wow, well, we lost a lot of people when I talked about officer and a gentleman. Sorry guys, come back, come back. I'm, I'm still here. There's wrestling here. Obscure obscure 1980s romances. What are you doing? Um, Seth MacFarlane, walk in the room. Yeah, <laughs> hello there. Um, oh god. <laughs> so see, now, Stewie, you just got him back. <laughs> Hello there. Yes, look at my balls. Um, damn it, woman. Um, so I, I think that ultimately my hurdle was the, the the fact that it was sold to me as being real, and I believed it. And then I mean, it's you know to an extent, it's Santa Claus syndrome. It's just, it's just sort of like you have lied to me. I therefore can never get into it. Mm-hmm. I can never accept it as sports entertainment
1: because it, that's not how it was presented to me. Um, Do you remember? Uh, and I think this is a late '80s, early '90s reference. The sure. World Martial Arts Masters. No. The the it wasn't Bruce. It was Bruce's Bruce Lee's sister. I think it was or daughter okay. Shannon Lee. I, I'm making up a name because I can't really remember. But she basically had this thing. Imagine Shun. it was. <laughs> <laughs> imagine it was like Mortal Kombat, but that they were presenting it as it was a real competition and they were, there was no murders or deaths in it, but it was just like, hey, look at us. We're these outlandish characters. And it didn't work because the storylines were so ridiculous that it just it made no sense and that you were seeing as much as people will critique wrestling on the the validity of what you're watching, it was 10 times worse and it just didn't work. So in many ways, I don't know what the draw is for professional wrestling. I can think for me, it was just that this was, to me, it was kind of cool as a kid. It was, uh, it was an amazing display of athleticism. It was an entertainment that sort of sure. sucked me in. And there was a drama to it, uh, if you will, that, in, and like I said, many fans don't know whether or not it's really real or not because it's portrayed in a way that it's almost like pseudo-reality television.
0: Yeah, and I'll give you that. But the thing is, is that it's not reality. As you would think it would be it would be it's like when you watch reality television I guess the the appeal is is the opposite of wrestling it's the entirely completely unpredictability of what you're watching in terms of the reality that's the as and again but to can, a degree I would almost disagree with you because well if you look at reality television there's writers. Sure, there's writers, but there writers that are there are writers that are crafting the things that have already happened, or are are influencing. But there's still the question: is how far can you push these b- people before they pop off? Ha ha! That's, <laughs> that's the name of our podcast. On the I got N- it on the Nlight Podcast Network, where you can hear great shows like Trekoff and the Suckcast and the Hot Mess. Um. And what's our other show? Uh, oh, and Ninjas <laughs> versus You, and this. Um. So I sorry plugs. Um, hair plugs. What? Um, so <laughs> butt plugs. <laughs> oh. oh no. Um, so, I guess the, the the thing is is that with reality television, and I and again we could do one on that because I don't watch it and I don't understand it. I don't. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I don't. I, I'm not even not a fan. You know, I used to like the Real World.
1: Yeah, I was just about to say that the Real World I was the Real World it.
0: I dug because I it felt real and it didn't feel feel. Although from what I understand, it is as fabricated. But the thing is, is that you know. I've never seen people argue, you know, where, where one goes, listen, brother, I'm going to get you, blah, 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 blah. And the other person sits there on camera, on mic, with lights on them, wearing makeup, waiting for the first person to finish. And then when they finish, the other one launches into a monologue retort. And again, it's, it's a level of disbelief that's hard for me to suspend, maybe because at first I was encouraged not to suspend my disbelief, but to absolutely believe that what I was seeing was real. And now it's, it's to the point where I've, you know, I've, it's, it's like the, it's like that freaking um, stormtrooper in the, in Star Wars that hits his head. You know, when, the, when, when he's like, wa- they're walking to the hall and he hits his head. Now when he hits his head, it's all I can see. Yeah. You know, uh, I gotcha. It's, it's, you know, I've been, I was encouraged to believe that it's real. And the reason I want to use theater, because theater requires a level of suspension of disbelief that television and movies don't. Because in theater, you know you're sitting, uh, you, you can see that the set isn't real. You can see the end of the set. You can see backstage if you really look. Um, And you are said from the moment you sit, you go, suspend your disbelief. And I think for me and for ma- many maybe like me, we weren't encouraged to do that. We were encouraged to go, this is real. What you're seeing is really happening. There's no belief to su- disbelief to suspend because what you're watching is absolutely is absolutely. Truly happening just like this spontaneously, um, and I think that for those of us maybe who are a little bit older, um, and not really—I mean, for, let's say those of us in our thirties that grew up with you know Saturday Night's Main Event, which were you know. Always, we were always disappointed when it came on because we are like, it can't wait for Saturday Night Live to come on. And then when Saturday Night Live wasn't on, it was Saturday Night's Main Event now, came see, on. I,
1: I'll, I'll be honest, as a kid, I had the opposite response. You're I like, wanted Saturday Night's Main Event, and then it was like, you, you never really knew when it would happen. It wasn't just randomly. It, yeah, it wasn't really advertised that well sometimes. <laughs> yeah, no, it
0: was, it, was, it was just like, you're not getting Church Lady this week.
1: Right. Again, now I'm referencing
0: things that nobody remembers. Um, I remember Hans and Franz. Um, the, the, I think that that where I started to maybe maybe get uh, a, an interest, um, and also again my disdain. I guess I guess there I've had problems with the stereotypical wrestling fan, um, which I think that that I had a conversation last night, a political conversation, that unfortunately with Alexia from the the Trek cast, from the sorry, from Trek off, um, that we didn't record. But one of the things she said she said that that with anything the ten percent that are the loudest make the reputation for the other ninety percent. I would agree. And and so so what I started to think of was the I like wrestling, wrestling's fun, do do and the fact is is wrestling's I
1: wrestling's real wrestling's okay. real R- wrestling. It's still real to it's me. It's wrestling,
0: yeah. you know. And the fact is is that that I think that very likely if you were to to go into an arena where people have bought tickets that that you would, you would find that you would find the 10% that are like that. And the rest of them are just, they're, they're folks that like to watch fun stuff.
1: Well, then you have a, you also have a different environment too in, in, in wrestling. Kind of how I said how there's kind of sort of these different levels within professional wrestling. And as I well. and I want to hit those. Okay, I
0: because that, that's I don't want to jump to those yet as a as a subsection of this because I like I want to get into this because this is cool. This is, <laughs> that, this is the, I do want to talk about real
1: quick. So wait a minute, I've upped your cool your coolness rating for wrestling. Oh no, that, that's the thing I found.
0: Um there's another guy who, by the name, I think his name was Matt Midget, uh, a friend of mine who uh, I know is a cool name. huh? That's an awesome um, But he, like, he was an actor who went out to he wanted to learn something new, so he went out and learned wrestling style fighting and he, and 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 incorporated it into Shakespeare of all things. So he, he incorporated tumbling, he incorporated falls. He, I mean, the way I met you is you incorporated it. Into into the movies that yes. we made to Ninjas versus Zombies and Ninjas versus Vampires available now. Um, well, Zombies is well, go on Netflix. <laughs> go on Netflix. Don't torrent it, um, please. <laughs> if you have Netflix, just put it on your queue. Um, so, uh, so I now I'm derailed. Um, so so he used it to to. Make something new out of it, but it was the first time I got the idea that, oh, wait, there is a process by which people do this. Um, mm-hmm. And and I, I mean, everybody has their their, you know, wrestling people that they know. I think, you know, who would you say the most famous wrestler
1: of all time is Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Next one. Ric Flair. Really? I wouldn't have been able to pull I, out. Rick F- I would have said Andre the Giant. I You know, I was I, it, the other top the other two in that top four, probably for this current generation was Andre the Giant for me and The Undertaker. Like probably the, the top four. If you were to ask, people. if I were to
0: say the top four, that the av- like if I went to my mother and I said because she has no idea, she I'd go who are the most famous wrestlers. She'd go Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, um, The Rock. Um, I could see that. The, the Rock and I think she'd be
1: hard pressed to name a fourth. You know, Andy Kaufman, um, All right? Um, <laughs> uh, Jerry Lawler maybe because he was rated as one of the top thirty. 30- Moments in television, that whole oh, yeah, Andy the, Kaufman Drew yeah. Lawler exchange,
0: which, which I want to act like I'm a like, like I'm an expert. I've just seen Man on the Moon a bunch of times, <laughs> uh, um, but but you know that's those are the people that you know that I kind of grow up remembering, and and I guess you could say Macho Man Randy Savage, and you know that that's mm-hmm. um, and I do remember really s- distinctly the idea that a bunch of them left um, and joined the the WCW yes um and that it was a big revolt and that you know I I do now correct me if I'm wrong but Vince McMahon didn't he start out as like just a regular old business guy
1: like like regular necked business guy and- yes and no because his father owned what was prior to the WWE and WWF is it was the WWWF it was his stepfather yeah um so he owned it and basically Vince bought him out um, and then renamed it WWF and he's the one who kind of started the whole rock and wrestling connection and started making it more of an entertainment and a production than just a wrestling event.
0: Now was now was he the monster that he like now you look at him he just looks he, he looks like somebody took like a normal size body and a normal size head and photoshopped the normal size head like down a little bit. So that his head is disproportionately small to the, compared to the rest of his he body. He
1: is amazingly physically fit. He, I mean, yeah. I mean, he is. Older. He's a wrestler. He's a wrestler now. Yeah, I mean, he has wrestled him as yeah. well, but I, w- I don't know if I would call him a wrestler, even though he has wrestled.
0: Yeah, but, but he's he's a character within 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 it. Yes, he has he's wrestled. definitely a personality. Yeah, you know, he he's you know that that, and and from what I understand, like the little mini documentaries I've seen, he's actually kind of a douchebag. Um, you know, that, that like people have gone, he's this evil man who will destroy you if you cross it, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, I don't, I don't, I, you know, clearly I don't have any firsthand knowledge as to whether or not that's true, but that's, you know, that's, that's the image that's been portrayed. I think that's an image he wants portrayed. I don't think he's on there trying to sell himself as a really nice guy.
1: Right. I would agree.
0: You know, he's, he's being the bad guy. And the question is, is, is he being the bad guy or is that just how he is, do you think?
1: I think, I think it's a mix to be yeah. very... I mean, I, again, I don't have first direct knowledge. I've never met the man, but I know enough people who have met him. We're all talking out of fear, honestly, because we're right. like, he's going to hear you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get work again in the wrestling business.
0: Um, and he'll show up at your door with his neck. Right. And beat you up. You're fired. Yeah. show you up with his carotid arteries. He's go good, go, go.
1: go, go. <laughs> Ow. But... From what I understand, yes, he's very imposing. And when it comes to WWE, I mean, that's his product. That's the product that he has created. It's his baby. Um, And I know somebody, and I won't out him, but he's on the creative staff and very high up on the creative staff. And he's like, it's great when Vince isn't around because we get kind of – not only do we get to do what we want to do, but honestly, the product looks a little better. And then Vince comes in – I mean, now it's 30 years past the day that he created the whole The WWF and the rock and wrestling and all that stuff. And now it's like, well, is he still connected to really kind of what today's, today's generation really wants? What television really wants? Is he still that connected? But he also has a lot of good people very close to him. So sometimes there's a lot of headbutting because, well, I want this and I want what I want to see versus what a lot of the people in the business so are what,
0: like. So what, what do the fans want now that they
1: didn't want 10 years ago? I think because, there's, because now MMA is huge, I think they, they sort of want to see a little bit more of an athleticism in like, the like, like martial arts, like like, like not, that not, not necessarily thing. martial arts, but just more of of actual contact. Not 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 necessarily actual like an hour long wrestling match. Not 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 everybody wants sure. to see that. Yeah, but just that it's a more athletic contest. And and when we talk later about like kind of the different levels of professional wrestling, I think that's why there's an appeal for independent wrestling. Um, and some of those markets are staying pretty big considering everything else is kind of going down right now well let's let's
0: let's talk about that then we have we have you know and certainly i i don't want to suggest that it's going down i think it's just having a problem finding its place um because there are still like aren't there like 17 shows right there's
1: still an amazing amount of wrestling shows that are on television and not just wwe and tna there's other ones that are kind of sporadically now appearing yeah um that have national syndication
0: yeah so 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 beyond them we have um, something that I wasn't that aware of until I met you and the conversations I had with Matt um, that there is another level of professional wrestling as just as there is Broadway and then there is regional professional theater just as there is is Hollywood and then there's independent film and every step in between there are different echelons of of
1: wrestling. I would, absolutely there are promotions that run you know that never leave the one little town they're in that use, People that have only ever, never ventured in their lives beyond the 50 miles outside of their town. Um, and then there's promotions. There's something called a Ring of Honor, which actually travels the country and, ha- and has actually gone out of the country and has a national television program on a- on HDNet. Well, they will for about another two months because they just got kicked off.
0: Um, <laughs> in a little bit. I don't know why I'm laughing at you guys. Sorry they got kicked off. I'm er, sure you're good guys.
1: Yeah, for the most part. Um, but... They have they have a big following, but I think the reason they have a big following is because when they started, they started in this, hey, look, we're this d- very different alternative. What sort of UFC is today um, to what UFC was when we started, look at WWE and they're kind of lame and boring and you don't really want to watch that. Look at us, we're more excited because we're going to give you more of an athletic-looking contest.
0: Let me ask you a question.
1: Is there ever a contest?
0: Is there is? Can I find wrestling with with body slams with with all that where they are actually trying to win where they go in they don't know who's going to pin who there's no communication between them and instead of cooperating to present a good show what they're doing is they are competing to try to pin the other one but trying to use these moves so the idea is they're
1: they're going to try and do it grandly does it exist can it be found anywhere if you want to see a bad wrestling event, then yes, because there are there are ones. I'm not going to say that it's 100 percent without any kind of knowledge, communication or anything, but there are events like that. And there are people out there who who the, the mm, mm, you're catching me in a, in a I'm trying to like be political about it. and It's not working. Um, I will say there are people out there who really do want to hurt each other. Like we talked about, like there are people who really do legitimately but, but hate not each other. try to hurt each other. Try to pin, pin the other each- one. E-
0: is there is that happening or if that did happen would it almost immediately denigrate into a real wrestling match where they're it, rolling on the floor and just trying to hold each other down
1: very much well no, no then it would be a brawl like there wouldn't be a yeah. okay yeah you pin me for real and now i'm really going to to try to wrestle you now there would be a fight yeah so it'd be it would resemble mma then that, Hell yeah Ultimately, ultimately would be the idea would be there would be a brawl and i've seen very interesting curious things in professional wrestling that that were never supposed to happen, that should never have happened, that like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Such, so, give me one. <clears throat> there was a wrestling match, in, in of, of course in all places, West Virginia, and it's a cage match. Now let me, I guess let me, for those of you who haven't watched professional wrestling, w- w- the point of a cage match, is like it's the big grudge match, it's the big kind of finish maybe to a few that's been going on for a while, and you know, there's been outside interference or disqualification kind of things, and so to finally settle the score, you're going to have a steel cage, you're going to lock two people inside of it, and they can't escape where uh, they shouldn't be able to escape, and the only way to win the match is either, you know, pin the person, make them submit, or somehow exit the cage, like, go over it. Uh, so these two guys are wrestling, and somebody who was known in the area as the good guy, someone in the crowd, a 50-year-old woman, is booing him. For whatever I don't even know why she was booing I don't even remember why she was booing but she was booing him actively. Um, the match was sort of winding up, And the woman just continued to boo him, and he got started getting really mad, this wrestler, and started yelling at her and telling her to shut up. So he is finishing up the match, and the next thing you know, she boos him, and you see her get up and sort of of like walk towards the exit. He runs out of the cage and punches her in the face. A 50-year-old woman. Wow. I've seen... Wrestlers who believe their own hype enough that when they don't get the response they want from the crowd, they physically attack a crowd member.
0: That's that. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, okay. I but I can see it. Like they're amped up. They're you know right now. Um, now, my my knowledge of of local wrestling, um, of the specifically in Virginia or just the, of, of the local. existence, okay, is pretty much the movie The Wrestler. Okay. Um, the idea that you have that you have um, because he participates in local matches, he tours locally, yes, um, and occasionally further around than locally. But the the it's an inter- interesting story on its own, um, great character study. Whether or not it's true, I don't know, but it's a great character study. And I'm going to ask you whether or not it's true in a second. But but um, the the places that he goes to visit are a bunch of local young local guys yeah. that are that that are trying to. Yeah, you, know, you know put on their own version of the show. is that what it's
1: like is it very much like very that? much what you see in the wrestler is very much what happens with, with some exceptions and and i will say like when i watched it i didn't like it and the reason i didn't like it was because i sort of look at television entertainment for me as an escapism uh-huh. and in many ways it's like some of the old guys i know in philadelphia all right which is actually where this was filmed and taped so a lot of it was like i i work with these people who are yeah. like this i really don't want to watch this yeah. Um, so it was unco- it was uncomfortably real for you in, in some elements yes now I will say there were some over the top like I have never in my life like I'm, I'm not gonna say I've never seen anybody in the world of professional wrestling use drugs I know it's there but I've never seen the setup that they had in that one scene where he's like here on the bench and he has this backpack full of stuff and it's like he's a vendor I've never in my life anywhere seen that and I've worked also in higher education I've never you know I've never yeah. seen a setup that formalized for any kind of drug transaction or have I ever really seen a drug transaction take place in a locker room.
0: How many drug transactions have you watched take place?
1: Probably in my life too.
0: All right. So, I mean, the the fact is, is we know it's prevalent enough out there that... Right, it's out there, but... Like, like, here's a question. How many people do you know who smoke weed? Oh, gosh. I, I couldn't even... I don't know if I could count that number. So, all those people have been involved in drug transactions. Right. And yet I but so we know they happen. They happen pretty and I, I would bet they happen, you know, at, in the same ratio, if maybe not slightly higher. Look, I think that a guy who's who's juiced up on, on HDH and or cocaine is gonna go out there and feel better about himself and do a better show. And I can see, you know, I would say that just like stand up comedy. There's a ton of, I'll bet that there is a ton, a ton of it going on in the back rooms. Just like, you know, very famously, you know, Jim Belushi goes out there to do a show and they're like, here, do this. is going to make your show better. Yeah. And that's, and that's the, the, the idea that, that people do it, almost using stuff like cocaine as a, perfor- as a performance enhancer, you know, or PCP. Certainly, if I were wrestling, I'd want to be on some PCP because otherwise, I don't know, you know. But now I'm not saying that happens on any kind of formal Right. You know, I don't. I don't think it's I would like, say
1: not as formal as you saw in the movie. Yeah. But it. But they. But they had. There.
0: They had to present something in in a way that they could do it. You know, in a movie and make it interesting. Right. So I granted there's creative license. But so is it like 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 is the idea that you is it like boxing in that way that if you get enough recognition in one echelon you advance to the next then you advance to the next and is it is there like if I'm a, if I'm a kid with a dream if I'm 18 years old and I'm like I I want to be the next Hulk Hogan what do i do take me take me from being take me from being a uh I'm 18 years old. I've just graduated high school. I did not get the football scholarship that I wanted, but I am in peak physical condition. My body okay. is my, you know, I've, because, because I was, let's say I was a, a high school quarterback. Um, I've not only lifted, but I've run, I'm, I'm in good cardiovascular shape. I am, I'm in good uh, physical shape. They made me take ballet so I could move. I'm flexible. And I go, what I really want to do is wrestle. So, so bring me to, bring me to the WWE and tell me what happens to me over the next, you know, the next, let's say, six years, because let's say the average person who enters WWE is like twenty six. So okay. let's just say that for fun, or
1: twenty four. So let's bring me in. And that's an interesting question because in in one way there isn't just one answer. There's no like miracle pill. And one you're one way you're right. Like you sort of develop yourself enough and get known enough and well, just do well give, well give me give give me give me a narrative. Give me give me a you know
0: make it. Let's call this let's call this guy let's let's give him a name. Let's call him um, Marty. I don't know why. I th- like the the name let's say the, the, the the Marty the ballsack test. You know, <laughs> so so ballsack is 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 ballsack wants to wants to make it, and ballsack has just gotten out of high school, oh, so he's just barely hairy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and and so so one b- hasn't descended yet. So what? so so. Um. So Mr. Test Let's call him Mr. T- I like Mr. Okay. Test Well there yeah. was a test in But that's All a whole other right. story um, <laughs> so, so let's take Mr. Test And take him from 18 years old Um, What does he do
1: next? Sure I would say he would Probably connect with A training facility And and there's a number of those out there And I would say the better way for him to go Would be to go to a training facility Where somebody has some form of their own recognition Like they they were in the WWE And now are running this training facility Or they've had international travel experience and they are running this training facility um because there are a lot of places that are out there that have a training facility that a lot of the, the people who are doing the training themselves need trained um who are it would kind of be like uh, i'm trying to but, make but a good how analogy, do you know? But how, how do you know i mean well that's just it you're then, mr test
0: how do you how do you know you know what do you do i mean take, take me eight, 18 years old i want to do it. i'm 18 what do i do who do i call where do i go
1: I would say, well, the Internet's a great resource to look up, you know, what is available, what's out there, what's in my area. Um, and, of course, if you see a name that you've probably recognized from WWE, you're going to be like, oh, that's going to grab my attention. I think what a lot of people start doing, though, is they see, and realistically and understandably, just like when they, I would say when you look at a college, one yeah. of the concerns you look at is cost. Sure. And some of the places with the, have the name reputation is going to cost a little bit more than, hi, my name is Joe Schmoe and I'm running ABC promotion down the street.
0: All right. Well, let's 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 say middle of the road. He he can only afford a middle of the road one, so he goes to. It's not terrible, but it's you know has awareness. It's sort of semi known. Sort of yeah. It's the it's the. It's the state college of, of <laughs> Gotcha. Oh uh, yeah. You know, it's not a community college right. nor is it Yale. It's the state college of this. And so they they go and they find one of
1: these places and they so what do they do now? What happens? What he would do now is he would well he would start training and that will depend a little bit on the individual because it's hard to say, oh, it's only going to take you two months to train because there are people who don't get it, who will last in training forever and then will be angry when so and so catches everything in three months and hit are on events and you're sitting there like, well, I've been here for a year. Why am I not getting on events? Well, because you trip when you try to run across the ring or, or, or you fall down when you're wrestling, like, and, that, and I'm kind of being serious. There are people who I've seen in the, who have been training for years who just will not never get it, but they ha- still have that dream or, or they believe themselves to be enough of a personality. Well, I don't really need the wrestling I can get over. Um, But the person themselves, if they're really trying to make it, then they need to make sure that they're staying in physical condition. So not only are they trying to learn the wrestling side of things, they're probably still making sure that they're going to the gym on a regular basis. Now, are they teaching
0: the personality part too? Are they is is the trainer teaching what you got to do, what you got to say, how you got to
1: present yourself, how to how to ramp up a crowd? Is that part a good a good trainer should be doing that? Okay. So there's not when I say wrestling the wrestling element. There's a lot to that wrestling piece, not just the physical what you're doing in the ring, but also how do you how do you entertain. How do you reach out to a crowd and work with them? How do you build a match so when you do have it in front of a crowd, the crowd isn't sitting on their hands or turning okay. away or buying concessions?
0: All right, so he, here, here we have Mr. Test. He's six months in, and his trainer, who is let's say who was never in the WWE, but was was the was the next step down. You know, let's mm-hmm. say that's who. He so, so now he, his trainer feels like he is he is ready for whatever things that he reaches that he's ready what yeah I mean you, you're using terms I don't understand You oh, go, sorry you go set up a match you're going you're going going on the circuit so what what does he do I'm mean, what what his trainer says you're ready so he goes to do his first
1: thing what is that probably what what it would be is the training center is probably connected to a promotion as well so it's not just like oh it's a random. what is a promotion a promotion is like what you see at the WWE is a promotion like it's a, a wrestling organization I guess, uh, I guess I should say so Th- on this level on, the, on a smaller level On an independent level It's still an organization But definitely not With the, the money and funds And the greatness of a WWE um, But it's a, a group of guys That you're probably going to see Event after event On that location All the time Or in a certain locale So uh, I'm, I'm, Since we're in Virginia I'm going to throw this out there There's an organization in Richmond Called Ground Zero Wrestling And they really only run In the Richmond area They have multiple venues That they run But they only run in that area But not only are they An organization that runs events they have a school um, and it's tied together. So probably if he, if he was to graduate from that school or, or complete the training there, he would do two things. He wouldn't then just up and leave training and never go back to the gym again because you always want to make sure that you're learning new things and building yourself. And that's going to, one, leave a good impression on from the promoter like, oh, this person is still willing to work out even though they've quote unquote finished their training. They're still willing to learn or, or try to develop themselves more. But probably, like I said, that training center is connected to an organization, so then their first event is probably going to be on that organization, not like a show across the state or another show in the area. They're going to be making sure that they're on their event because now they've just invested all this time and energy in developing this person. Um, And also so they can sort of test the waters themselves a little bit on a smaller area. Um, I do know... Now, at this stage, are they managed by anyone this early on
0: or... Or are they like? Are they just out there and they're just part of the club? It's like being like a little league almost. That you're
1: you're you know it's it's the end of your training is that this is just the next step in your training that this not is the next not managed in the aspect that you're going to have Bobby Heenan walking down to the ring with you, but managed sure. in the aspect. I don't know who that is. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh Miss Elizabeth? Don, Don King. Don. Okay, yeah. You don't have a Don King walking down to the ring with you. You you will be pretty much be on your own now, depending some on the personality of the person and what they're trying to do or uh, or. The person they're trying to create when they're out in the ring, will they have somebody with them? Will they be an attack? And will they be by themselves? So let's say that he he's six foot five, which is a good plus if you're that big. Sure. Um, he's making his way down to the ring and he's probably going to come out as a singles wrestler. So he's himself versus somebody else. Sure. He's been probably coached by his trainers and the promoter. This is what I need you to go out there and do. Um And he wrestles his first match. Honestly, the first few matches will probably not be anything phenomenal to write home about. Like, oh, I've had this great experience. This is fun. But it won't be anything that probably a crowd member will go like, oh, my gosh, that was absolutely amazing. That was the best
0: I've ever seen. Right,
1: right. That's a little bit of unrealistic expectation. However, um, the whole purpose of putting them out there and again and again and trying to refine is so they can now actually work with a large-scale crowd develop themselves, and try to start doing innovation. And those are the guys now who are getting more interest. Um, well, kind? Of, you have two things in WWE right now that's getting more interest. You have the guys that are doing really innovative stuff. And I don't mean just necessarily high-flying, flippy stuff, but just people who are showing more of an athletic contest, who are getting more recognition by the WWE. And now you're seeing an age of, and, and because I know you're not really watching the WWE, right now uh, Ted DiBiase, the million-dollar man, his son's in professional wrestling, Dusty Rhodes, his son isn't professional. All right, so. but that, so let's,
0: let's assume that the test is not the son right right. right. So so he is he the the test is, has has now done the local circuit, mm-hmm. you know, done the the schools the, the schools promotion for for 6 months and now he's a year in. Um
1: He would probably by that point then be working other similar organizations like the one he was in, but now in other locations. Is he
0: like signing deals like I'm going to show up here I'm going to, you know, is it is, a, is it a bunch of pay, pay phone calls like it like like it was in the wrestler or is it like, yeah
1: it's a it's a lot like it's
0: an, is it more organized like is there a level of of organization is there
1: a is there a way in in the bigger organizations yes the little the smaller ones they're not going to have you necess- they're not going to have you sign a contract they're not going
0: to ha- now can could he just have finished the school and gone right to the WWE and done an audition do they audition there are
1: there are, well no there's not auditions there are the, WWE does have a, a training facility of its own. Sure. In, in, in Florida, um, interestingly enough, though, normally people who start out at the training facility don't get on the WWE. They will linger in their training facility forever. Um, but it's the people who actually end up then going there later and do they sort of have a tryout? And it's I'm a little bit I'm a little bit biased about it because there's some people who go in and try out who have been invited to come and try out, and really because, because of what they've done in the local circuit. Yes, like, because, so there are scouts, yes. like
0: like like sporting scouts or scouts who are out there watching, going. Like, is there anyone here that I
1: feel like we could grab? Absolutely, and promotions can also send their tapes into the WWE, and a lot of promotions don't realize they can actually do that. Now,
0: now at this, now at this stage, is this guy is Mister Test getting paid at all? Is he getting a pay date for his, or is he having to hold down another job?
1: At his, oh, he's gonna, he's going to be holding up, up he's going to be having another job as well, okay. especially. If, Especially from his own promotion, his own promotion because he just came from there and th- went through their training, he's probably not getting any pay- payment from them. The other organizations he's traveling to, it'll be hit or miss whether or not he's going to get paid at all or not.
0: All right, so he's he's two years in now, um, has been doing this, you know, forty extra hours a week. He's, this this has been all he's lived and breathed, um, you know, and and he's barely making ends meet. How does he start to mo- monetize it to the point of? You making know, it pay off? Uh, not making it pay off, but b- let's say he, he's just trying to cross twenty thousand a year. He's just like, I don't want to have my day job anymore. I'm willing to wake up at five in the morning and go to bed. At, I, I'm willing to wake up at five in the morning and go to bed at midnight. Um, and do nothing but wrestling in between. But I don't want to have like okay. So I know a lot of actors. You know, I, my my world is the entertainment is is the, right. is the acting world. Is the world I know. Um, and in the acting world, you have a lot of people to have decided I want to do nothing but act and I can do, I can live on $20,000 a year if I have a couple of roommates. And so they'll wake up in the morning they'll do children's theater in the morning. And that after, after they, do, they do children's theater in the afternoon, they'll go do a commercial. Then after they do the commercial in the afternoon and they're doing the commercial for like $200. Um, and they'll do like one of those a week, maybe. And then at night they'll go do dinner theater where they wait the tables and then they'll go home and arrange what they're doing the next day. Mm-hmm. And that's all they do. And they get paid, is to do it but they do make their living as an actor it's all they do they're they're making nothing and they're working a hell of a lot um to make their nothing but they don't have to have another job um this guy's been doing it let's say two years now can he do that yet and how does he do that
1: it depends on how he's put himself out there and where is where has he been working because sometimes as much as how well you are how well you're doing in the ring and, and the places you're working Sometimes the places you work that are not Known for having Great wrestling if you're working a lot of those Places you're probably not getting The good paydays or the better bookings because you've Oh you've decided to work for this guy Really who has no experience no training His guys are really horrible you know these are The, the guys that never travel outside of their 30 Mile radius of their hometown And why are you working there oh you must be At their level
0: sure yeah I mean, Unless you're seen by the good people the good people Won't see you right, right exactly So, um, But, I mean, is there a level that you're at where you are making enough to pay your rent?
1: Yes. There is a level without being in the WWE or TNA or even in some of the bigger independents. um, Some of that involves a lot of traveling the road. Sure. Um, And I've known, I know a couple guys in in Pennsylvania, um, names are Bruce Maxwell and TJ Cannon, who together they hopped in a van or I think it was actually a pickup truck. And they literally traveled, they just traveled the country for six months and they booked some of it in advance to go from event to, event to event to event to event As much as they could But many times wrestling focuses on weekends So really <laughs> during the week they were doing nothing um, And using the connections they knew of Places to stay or, or kind of shack up with a friend of theirs Or yeah. something Just to try to make it through through the weekends So it's possible It's going to be very difficult um, And right now there's a lot of guys Who were in the independent circuit In the United States Who have decided or realized or found ways to connect Promotions outside of the country, um, especially in Germany, in England, and in Japan, that'll pay them a lot more to bring them out
0: there. Well, and that's that's what I was wondering. Is is again? You know, I'm sorry to keep referencing the wrestler. It's all I know. It's it's like they. It's I. What like the the idea of independent wrestling? You know that that's it. It was a it was a new one for me. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, do you have a bunch of these guys who are superstars on Saturday and Sunday and are grocery clerks Monday through Friday? Yes. Absolutely. That's, I mean, and and I imagine that's got to be soul crushing. I got to imagine that that you know, and I've been there. You know, I've been there as as you know. I have a pretty good job now because I went back to school to be able to go do it. But I, you know, when I was an actor and waiting tables, I would go up to Frederick, Maryland, and. I'd do a show and I'd have people follow me around. I had fans. I was signing autographs. I had people contacting me via email during the week telling me how great I was. I was getting, mm-hmm. I was getting praise. And then I was also getting chewed out by 16-year-olds because their pasta was cold and I was working at Macaroni Grill. And it was, it was hard for me. It was hard for me to go from, in some senses, adulation and, and, you know, when I was, do I do a movie and I'd be there with Steven Spielberg. I was standing next to Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. I was having conversations with Chris Rock and then going home and, and just getting shot on by pissed off half, half drunk, you know patrons at a restaurant and it was very hard to go from one to the other and i would imagine that some of them would would go through that it, they and i think they displayed that really well in the wrestler was that like how can you do that how can you go yeah. from from being the top of the world every you a, a crowd full of people would love to be just to get five minutes of your time they would love they would it would make their day just to see you to talk to you to be treated you know like it you know and then to go from that to being you know a low-level mouth breather is your boss, and 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 you're being yelled at by the by the. Lady. I mean, that's yeah. got it. has got to be
1: very very soul crushing. For a lot of people, it is. It really really is. Um, and there's I mean, there's a lot of guys who I know who who. I hate to say it, but will will never never really do anything in the world of professional wrestling, and they're not really doing anything in their own life any, either. And that's that's hard to see. And, and it, I, I know a lot of that in the acting world too. Right, and and. and, and it is soul crushing for them because they're, they're like, well, how do I get to the next level? And these are people who, you know, I can't afford to go to the gym. I can't afford to do this. And I can't afford to eat right. You know, I'm wasting away doing nothing or I'm a baggage clerk and I'm stuck. I don't know what to do.
0: Now, if they could afford to go to the gym. I mean, I because I, I'm really desperate to know this next step. They could afford to go to the gym. They could afford. Let's say they they have a good job, whatever it is. How do they get to the next step where now they can cross fifty thousand a year? So, so what is their what is this? Mister Mister Test is done as you suggested, and he has he has, um, you know, he's booking every Friday, every Saturday, and he's doing Sunday afternoons for church groups. He is he <laughs> is you know he is everywhere he possibly can yeah. be. Um, what 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 does he need to? Try, and whose eyes does he need to get in front of in, in terms of now what he's going to do is somebody's going to pay him a $50,000 salary to be their guy for a while. How do you get to that step?
1: Many, to use kind of the analogy in comparison to acting, in many ways it's 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 about who you know as well. So as you've been going along this whole time, you should have been developing a network of people that you know because many times it's not going to be the promoter that knocks on your door to say, hey, come work for me. It's another one of their wrestlers who says to the promoter hey i know this guy you should look at him um he has low ego but a great talent you should look at him and normally that's how that kind of gets networked into the promoter because you you as a, a wrestler can of course contact a promotion contact a promoter and say hey i want to be booked this is my experience and a lot of them will, will sort of blow you off oh i haven't heard of you i don't know anything about you but if one of their guys says to them oh i know this great guy that's normally how some of that networking starts to happen um the $50,000 a year mark for professional wrestler at that point, you are no longer talking about independent wrestling whatsoever. You are talking about either I'm full-time on tours overseas or I've signed a contract with a, a TNA that's on Spike Television or a WWE that's on USA. So
0: you're saying they're guys on TNA who, despite being you know, millions of people watching, the billions of dollars that this makes, these guys get paid $50,000 a year.
1: At the TNA level, they're probably getting a little bit more. They're probably close to like a hundred thousand dollars a year. Some yeah. of, some of them, I guess, I definitely want to point. There's a lot of those guys who are not. But but well, but I want to talk about those guys who are not. You know, You're because right. I, I, you know, I
0: I know, I am. I, I don't know the guy, but I know the wife of someone who is um, on a well-known um, cable television program. Mm-hmm. Um, and I assume he's doing pretty well. I mean, I don't know. I've been asked her, right. "What does what does your husband make?" Um, and and but I know that that like you're at the point where you're you're generating, you're generate like like that match. Let's say this guy's making fifty thousand dollars. He's got a match that he's doing. Let's say his match lasts five minutes. By the time it's it's on the TV, right. all right, and that five minutes is being you know. And then there's an ad after, before and after your match, your segment is has a set of ads afterward and the set of ads that you sold on television because now we're getting to the world I know a little bit right. is is the set of ads that you sold on television are you know each of them are like fifty, sixty thousand dollars 60000 if you're on basic cable in at late night and probably more than that if you're on basic you know so those ads it's $100,000 for the match you just did and it, all it's been is a bunch of cameras turned on you and another guy in a venue where they've already sold a ton of tickets I would say that 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 it's already paid for itself right there. It, I mean, it sounds like a. It starts to sound a little bit like a like, like like a scam. Like like if these guys are making this li- this little amount of money and they've got to spend some of it maintaining their network and maintaining their you know keeping their fans from knocking down their door and right. you know and and I I would assume that they were making
1: more than that because they're generating a lot more than that. Well, then you because they have all that you also have to think about. Uh, the main event guy Now I'm not saying When I say this I'm not necessarily like, Saying I agree to this But it's sort of The realistic view Of what happens When you have like The the main event guys Or personalities Like right now Hulk Hogan's aligned With TNA And he does really Nothing more than He's sometimes a voice And he sometimes uh, Helps with some Helps guide some Of the production stuff But he
0: never steps Into the ring No
1: not, not to all. Not to physically wrestle No and is probably getting paid. Good. A, right, I would agree. He's probably getting paid a seven-figure salary, if not an eight-figure salary, just for the sake of, I am Hulk Hogan and I am here.
0: But I. But but granted, let's say, let us say let's say he's getting paid seven figure, Let's say he's getting paid five million dollars.
1: Okay. You know he
0: probably generates that. If Hulk Hogan is going to be the guy announcing, the guy commenting, you know. I am more likely to tune in if there's uh, then that, like if I'm flipping around and I see Hulk Hogan, I might stick around for, for a break. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's there. He is there to attract me, not you. He's not there for you. He's there for me because he's a face. I know, I don't know anybody in wrestling, but who's the most famous wrestler of all time? Hulk Hulk Hogan. Hogan. And if I see him, I might linger. And that's what they want me to do. Right. To the next ad break, to the next, you know, you know, everdent commercial. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I like, I don't know if I've ever I don't know the last time I've seen an infertent commercial uh, uh, but well I guess let, let me rephrase something a little bit those guys who are doing well are gonna do better the longer that they're there and make themselves known if they go there and they pit her out they're not really over with the fans they're never gonna go beyond that Um, but if they're there and have and have performed rather well for the company not only are they going to start seeing increases to their base salary then they're also going to start getting commissions off of the the merchandise that they're selling for the company ah there is that right i am buzzing wow
0: his phone is ringing it, this it is ha- this is a professional podcast the greatest podcast ever put them on speaker i want i want i want them on speaker put them on speaker up to the mic please I don't know who this is. it doesn't matter just oh, put, put it on speaker i missed no. it oh. or did i
1: oh it's like, here
0: on speaker hold on Okay, well, this is this, this a is, quick interruption to pop off.
1: This is my friend Ronnie. Hold on one Hi, second. Hi Ronnie. All right. Ronnie, I'm trying to put you on speaker, Ronnie. Ronnie,
0: all right. Hold, hold. All right. Hi Ronnie. Uh,
1: Ronnie, this is uh, I'm I'm on a podcast right now with a friend of mine. Um
0: Welcome to the pop welcome to the Pop Off podcast, Ronnie. Um all right. I, You're 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 now a guest, Ronnie. What what, what where are you from, Ronnie? It's our first I'm actually from Owensville, Maryland. It's it's our it's our first caller. Are you are are, are you a are you a long-time listener first-time caller?
1: Oh, I am I've been listening for uh, ever. ever.
0: This is this like, is the I, first I one we've remember ever recorded time right? I I missed
1: show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> R- Ronnie, what 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 are what are you into? If you if you if I had to ask you real quick like what are your three biggest uh bi- biggest pop culture interests? What would they be?
1: Uh, pop culture interest.
0: Or, or rather, uh, inter- entertainment. In entertainment, what's your th- the three things that you, that you find most entertaining? Don't disappoint me, Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: uh, I'll go with, uh, first thing is wrestling. Uh, I've been wrestling for a while, which you probably know about Phil if I'm a friend with him. Uh, comics, and pretty much, uh, I'll go with uh, action movies.
0: For what kind of movies?
1: What kind of movies, Ronnie? I think you said action movies.
0: Ronnie, are you still with us? Ronnie. Oh well, no! We, Believe I
1: it or not, Ro- uh, Ronnie also works for Verizon Wireless, and sometimes his cell service is worse than mine. I think the, That's
0: rather funny. R- Ronnie, are are you gone? Have we lost you, Ronnie? Oh, Ronnie. R-
1: Ryan, can you hear us?
0: Ryan yeah, or Ronnie? Is it Ryan or Ronnie?
1: <laughs> it's both. Uh, I go by both. Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, we're we're actually doing a uh, r- r- we're doing a podcast about wrestling um, right now. Um, so 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 we're we're discussing just sort of what wrestling is all about. I'm I'm more interested what kind of comics are you into?
1: Um I've really just been the D C comics right now. Uh Green Lantern, uh
0: No Black, F you. F- you. Start- no, they're awful. No. No, they're <laughs> I know, terrible. I know they're awful mar-, mar anything with an x is all you're allowed to read from now on and anything written by joss oh, whedon
1: wait a minute i really want to have a conversation with you about this one now because i just i had a conversation last night with somebody about how i Th- thought the x-men comics were getting so convoluted
0: Th- that's a that's a different podcast i can't be this podcast that has to be a different podcast um we're actually running out of time but hey thank you thank you for calling um uh don't don't drink and drive and spay new to your pets bye we're gonna cut you off now goodbye I apologize. <laughs> it's our first caller. We're gonna. We're silent. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> uh, that was enjoyable. Um, okay, listen. We got. We have just a couple minutes left. So, so wrap me up. Bring Mister. Bring Mister. Test into the top. So he's he's made it. He is now on um, TNA. Okay. Um. And and hold. On, let me turn your mic back up. He's now on TNA. Um. Uh. How does he get from TNA, which no one knows? Sorry. Right. Yeah. I, I would agree. How How does he get from there to? He gets his first, you know, chance to, to take on to to take on Dwayne Johnson when he comes back for a one time payday, you know. as he's done before, hasn't yes, he come he back? Yeah, yes, yeah. He so he gets a chance to, you know, to be the guy that the Rock fights. You know, the, the Rock—they're going to say the Rock's going to fight four guys, and it's going to be—he's going to be one, one of, of the them. Four. How does he? How, how does he go from from being making forty five thousand dollars a year on TNA to being that guy? Because clearly, if he's that guy and he's impressive then they're going to use him more, and he's going to start making millions himself. So how does he go
1: from TNA to that? If he has created for himself a good look, a good persona, and good wrestling ability... A distinct persona. A distinct distinct persona.
0: I know... Because why do I know Macho Man Randy Savage? Because he's Macho Man Randy Savage. Exactly. Why do I... I, The first thing I did when we started the podcast, I said, hey, brother! You know, because he did it. He, he, He came up with that. You know, that's so... So how do we... So he comes up with a good persona, people like him on TV, Vince McMahon shows up with his giant neck and makes him an offer, and, and he's in? And I would... Yes. Yes. That's pretty much it? That's...
1: that's. I mean, well, not pretty much it, because he's had to do a lot of work just to get to that point. And even once he's gotten sorted to that point, you know, if he, if he has a match with The Rock and The Rock's like, this guy sucks and should not be anywhere near a wrestling ring, he's probably not going to have any bigger... Size matches for a while. The Rock seems like a nice enough guy, though. Hopefully, he doesn't do that. Right. Yeah. I would. I would say if, if but if he has a good match with the Rock, the Rock's probably going to go back and say, "This guy is awesome, and you need to do what you can Th- for him." This guy was a team player when we went in there, and I and I out of the blue threw threw at him in the middle of the match.
0: Hey, let's try this. This guy did it, pulled it off, did not argue. Did, he just, absolutely. He, 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 this guy improved and 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 is a pro. Um. And that would up his reputation quite a lot. So so I guess, and I I guess ease of working with is a big thing too. I guess it is he'll get more matches if people want to do more matches with him. Yes. So, um, well, wow. You know, this is, I I almost feel like I want to turn on some wrestling now because this is, this is, again, I I don't know how much you've convinced me. I want to say, I'd love to see, uh, tell me where I can find some, some television or internet, uh, um, Well produced fairly well produced you know fun to watch um, independent wrestling tell, sure. tell tell our listeners where to go
1: right now um, on national syndication there is a promotion called saw and you would have to check them out they're out of Tennessee so for a lot of fans of more like the classic WCW kind of wrestling um, and some of the more fan interactive storylines that's where you're going to see it uh, ring of honor always how, how can I find that. Uh, you would have to go to their website Honestly I don't know it off the top of my okay. head it, It's like s- not Southern Atlantic Wrestling But I know it's SAW is, is yeah. their abbreviation okay. um, There are a lot of other promotions Most of the per- promotions you're going to see in your local area Probably only have internet um, v- In the Richmond area I'm going to use that gr- uh, Ground Zero Wrestling example It's zero mm-hmm. with an X um, GroundZeroWrestling.com They have local television and they have you an explain internet Explain to me what about. Ground Zero with an X means because I can't uh, get
0: Ground zero, zero
1: is spelled X-E-R-O Okay, so G R O U N D X E R O dot com. Yeah, actually, oh, I'm sorry, it's actually G X W Wrestling dot com. G X Wrestling. But the name is Ground Zero yeah, Wrestling.
0: But gxw Wrestling dot com. Yes. I'll give you a plug. Um, and uh And the other plug I want to give you is the hot mess is going to be starting soon mm-hmm. um, in case you
1: didn't hear whatever other promotion we make. What is the hot mess for us real quick? The hot mess is sort of a it's a pop culture review, but it 's more than just pop culture it 's sort of pop news because I think that's a big thing right now too, and that 's what makes it different than this one <laughs> <laughs> but but it's also a comparison sometimes of different things that are happening in pop culture. Um, if there's a big celebrity fight, I might bring that up because I am a little, you know, the whole wrestling background. I am like for one versus another. Sure, yeah. Um, and sometimes there are big hot messes where not just one person can have the hot mess of the week, so they they kind of battle it out for who's not having a great. Reputation. So, so the question is, you you start with ten stories and you go, which one of these tens the hot mess and you you know compare them is that a little bit like i'm trying to think of i'm trying to think of a good example like who's messed up in film this week and it's like you know the the hal jordan costume for ryan reynolds or or the early release x-men promo picture uh although the the other pictures that followed
0: were great yes yes um well i uh i i hope everybody tunes into that um and we'll hear more from phil later um on pop-up but for now uh My name is Phil Stamper, and I'm Justin, and this has been Pop Off.